Hello and welcome to Parenting with Play. I'm so pleased you're here because I wonder, do you ever feel like a failure as a mum? Do you feel like it's just not working? You can't do this. There are times when it's just all going horribly wrong and you think somebody else could do a better job than this. I just can't do this. I don't even want to do this anymore. If so, this episode is for you. I'm so pleased you're here. So how do you feel? about being a mum. I bet there's times when you just love it. It's just like the most satisfying, fulfilling thing ever. And you just like, I'm on top of this. Everything's running smoothly. This is just awesome. I am nailing this. And then there are times when you feel like you don't and you're not, and it's all terrible. So obviously working with so many parents, I really want you to know that it's so common. It's incredibly common how many of us feel that we're failing our children, feel that we're just not doing a good enough job. We haven't got our act together. This is just too hard. There's so many requirements on us. I mean, goodness, there's the explosion of all these blooming parenting coaches, aren't there? I mean, it's terrible. So there's extra pressure on us. I'm sure our parents never had any of this. My mum read one book, which was the Dr. Spock book in the 70s, and that was it. Um, you know, we now know so much more about childhood development, brain development, attachment, connection, what children really need in order to be able to thrive. And on one hand, that's brilliant, isn't it? On the other hand, it can put a lot of pressure on us, more pressure on us than has ever been felt by another generation of parents before. And that's a really heavy burden to carry, especially because of the economic situation that we're in you know, most of us have to go out to work. We can't be that stay-at-home mum that perhaps we would like to be, or we might not even want to be, but there's a lot of juggling going on. There's a lot. We've all got. We've also got to deal with the added um, issue of screens, which is probably one of the biggest issues that I see with parents and experience myself. Um, so there's a lot going on for us that places a lot of pressure on us. And sometimes that pressure is just too much. So I really just want to offer, give send, give you the invitation to go, let's just, let's just take some of this pressure off for a minute. I really want you to know you're absolutely doing an awesome job. Some of the part of the sessions I have is just reminding mums of just what an amazing job that they're doing. What amazing job you're doing. Not only are you physically keeping them alive, which is no mean feat. You're feeding them, trying to feed them the best food possible. But again, that's another stress, isn't it? Because there's so much crap in the shops, which of course is hyper palatable, hyper processed, and it's hyper what our children want. So to have that constant, you know, we all have the pest of power. We've all experienced that and you've given into it at times. So, you know, we're feeling we're battling on that front, trying to feed our families in as healthy a way as possible, whilst also being as cost effective as possible. There's so much going on. So I really just want to honor that you are keeping your children alive. And more than that, they're doing extremely well. You can see that they have that vitality. They have that zest for life. And that exuberance, which, you know, can also then be quite challenging to deal with, but you are keeping your children alive, which, you know, was probably one of the, the main roles as parents, are, you know, in years gone by. But you also are doing your absolute best to bring your children up in a loving environment, knowing that, you know, they need 
that connection with you. You have that understanding about what they're needing. And you're doing the absolute best job, really, truly. And in a, in the face of, of so much going against us. So I really just want to reassure you that you really are doing a great job. And I also want to remind you that you are the best mum, dad for your child. They don't want anybody else. You are the best one. I, I, when my daughter was little, I used to look at her going, can I just, I just want her to, I just want to send her away. Somebody else can fix her and then they can, then they can send her back to me. Sometimes I feel like that when I look at my dog. I go, can you just fix my dog? <laughs> just get her to do the things that she needs to do. And I used to think that about my child. I go, can, somebody else could do a far better job at this than what I'm doing. So can somebody just come in and sort my child out? Unfortunately, <laughs> that didn't happen because that's not available. But there are resources, obviously, for us to get the support to be able to help our children. But I really want you to know at the heart of this is that you are the best mum and dad for your child. Hands down, they don't want anybody else. And so then that will hopefully try to, I when I have to remind myself this and going, it, they, our children don't want perfection. They don't want somebody else who knows all the tricks and tips and strategies. They want you. And that is what they really want the most. And that is what I really just want to share in the podcast and all the work I do is how to connect with your child as you, not as some perfect idealized version, but the raw, messy, gorgeous, funny, flawed, wonderful you. And so when I say, you know, you are the most perfect mum or dad for your child, I don't mean that you have to be perfect. That doesn't mean that you're never going to shout or that you're never going to be mean to your child, that you're never going to get things wrong. It means that you, you are perfect for your child. And when we have that expectation of us needing to be perfect, that's such a pressure to bear. And it impacts our ability to truly connect with those around us. If you feel you've got to be perfect, then you're sort of putting on a facade and you feel like, right, well, I've got to do special time. I've got to do 10 minutes special time each day with every child and we're just going to do this. Or I've got to feel, feed them the most perfect food and then that's going to be fine. I've got to do things because never shout. If I shout, then that means that I am not perfect and that means I am not a good mum, and that means I'm terrible and I'm a failure. We have so many of these voices in our head. So I wonder what the voice is in your head. And I really would love you to, to try and let that go because there is no such thing as perfect. You could be seeing another mom doing an amazing job with her child and she's doing an amazing job with her child on that day at that particular time. You don't know what happens, you know, behind closed doors or earlier on in the day, they probably had an absolute shit fight going on there. We project, we are so good at comparing our messy insides with somebody else's seemingly perfect outsides. But everybody has that messy inside. Everybody struggles with this. Everybody. And I know a lot of parenting coaches and they struggle too at times with their children. So you are not alone. And if you can just start to alleviate some of that pressure on you thinking, oh, I'm not as good as that, or I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. No, just start to shake off that pressure. It's not helpful. 
Because then when you have that pressure on, what happens? We start to feel powerless. And just like when our children start to feel powerless, what happens then? That's when we get more cranky because we're annoyed with ourselves that this situation isn't how we want it to be. And therefore we then take it out on those nearest to us, which is our children and our partners, my poor husband. So that doesn't help taking, so take that pressure off. And I'd love to hear, please reach out. I'd love to hear what, what do you tell yourself as a mum? What do you tell yourself and how you're doing? What do you even tell yourself about your child as a result? Because you've obviously stuffed up. Those voices can be so pernicious and so harsh and horrible. And you know that saying, you wouldn't say that to your friend. You wouldn't dream of saying that to your child. You don't want that to carry it you know, onto your child. You de- but you feel that you deserve it. You feel that those voices are, are true. So sometimes you might feel, well, if I just keep saying that to myself, then that's going to incentivize me to, to step up and not be a failure and shouty and horrible. But actually the opposite happens. The more we tell ourselves those horrible things, the more we just feel awful. And then it impacts our ability to really play with our children, to truly connect with them, to be happy in ourselves, to enjoy what actually you are doing right now, to really even see and appreciate what you are doing right now. So perhaps this is an invitation to you. My invitation is for you to write down all of those horrible things that you say to yourself and that you're believing about yourself, all of them. The worse they are, the better. Just get them out onto paper. And then I want you to look at them and go, oh my God, that's horrible. (laughs) And then I'd love you to look at it. Once it's on a piece of paper, do you objectively really believe that? Do you honestly think that in the cold light of day, written down on a piece of paper, do you actually believe that? I've done this exercise a number of times. And when I actually write it down, I go, do you know what? I don't actually believe that. No. And I can think of all these other times, other things to counter that really, really unhelpful, horrible belief. Because it's not actually true. And often those horrible voices in our head and those beliefs we've picked up from when we were younger. They're unhealed hurts from when we were younger. Perhaps your parents or some other caregiver said them to you and that they stuck. It could have been over such a trivial incident, but for whatever reason, it has stuck. Oh, you're rubbish at this. You can't do this. You're too loud. You're too quiet. You're too out there. Nobody wants to hear that. Stop showing off. You know, all of those things. And especially if they've said, been said repeatedly to you, they start to go in. And as children at this young age, you know, under seven, we just believe everything that is told to us. We don't have that filter, which we acquire as we get older. So we just take it on and go, oh yeah, I must be terrible. I must be rubbish at this. Oh, I am rubbish. Oh God. And then just give up. And then we don't do our art and we don't sing and we don't dance like nobody is watching because somebody was watching and judged us and we just feel self-conscious and horrible. And so, ugh. Or, so that the voices could have come from somebody saying that to you, or it could be a belief that your parents have. It could be, and they might not even have said it out loud, but you just pick it up. And that just gets transferred down to us. So maybe your mum felt that she wasn't good enough in a particular area of life. 
And we feel that. And we often take that on. And it just becomes, well, that's just the way it is. Because that has been the environment in which we have grown up in. That, oh, I'm really rubbish at that. Or I'm not going to do that. And, oh, <laughs> you know. So often these beliefs, well, I would say 100% of the time, these beliefs have not originated from you. They've come from another source. And we can spend our whole lives believing them and carrying them and taking that as the truth, that that is just the way we are, or that's the type of person I am and it's true. And yeah, and that's really harsh and heavy to carry, isn't it? It's horrible. And you don't need to keep carrying them. So with that list that you wrote down, or the list of all those horrible things, or even not horrible, they could just be like things that you just think, well, that's just the way it is. That's just what I believe about myself. Just write it out and don't have, and have no judgment on it. Just write it out. It could be that actually you realize that there's some great things in there. So write everything out. And then when you look at that list, as I said, look at it going, do I really believe that? Mm, no, actually, I don't think I do. And actually, I realize I don't. Or actually, my mum used to say that about herself. I know that that's how my mum used to feel. Or my dad used to say that. I don't know. I don't want that. And in your list, then what I want you to do is right next to all those things that are horrible, write what you do want to believe. And you might go, well, this is so Pollyanna and this is not really going to work and oh, it doesn't feel right, blah, 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 blah. But I really invite you to do it, to write what you want to believe, because our life is made up of how we view the world. So you could view your child being really naughty and a complete nightmare, or you could view them that they're having a really hard time. Both behaviors could be exactly the same, but how you perceive your child and what's really going on for them, what, well, what you perceive your is going on for your child determines then the, the behavior that you then take. If you perceive your child as being really naughty and awful, then you're going to behave one way, harshly. If you perceive that they're having a really hard time and something's going on for them, then you soften and you treat them differently. You can do the same with you. So all those harsh things that you've been saying to yourself, maybe I can't do this. Oh, I'm so shouty. I'm awful. Maybe start saying, do you know what? Actually, I'm a really good mum. I'm a great mum. And yeah, I can get shouty, but I can also help my child to heal from that. And I can apologize. And do I shout that much? Actually, maybe I'm not shouting as much as I used to. Or I need some help around that. Because this brings up the things that we might need some help around. And you can absolutely shift this. You can absolutely shift things that you're not enjoying about what you're doing. But it comes when you come from a belief that you are great, that you're not a failure, then you're going to be in a great position to start to address that because then you'll feel worthy of addressing that. You'll go, oh, actually, I don't want to do this. I'm going to speak to somebody and I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to listen to a podcast and that's going to inspire me to remind me that I'm actually not that bad as I think I am. So write down what you want to believe. And this is seemingly so silly an exercise, but it's really profound. And then what I'd love you to do, pick one that you really want to reinforce. And the one that you want to reinforce, 
keep telling yourself that. You might want to set a reminder on your phone. Every, you know, every day at 10 o'clock in the morning, you set this reminder going, I'm a great mom. Now you might feel really self-conscious and I'm actually saying this as I'm having a giggle. But what I have been doing, what I do inside is like, I'm a great mom. I'm a really good mom. Look, I just fed my children the nutritional food. I'm a great mom. I just did five minutes of special time with my child. I'm a great mum. I've just listened to a tantrum. I'm a great mum. I have just, I've just organized my kids' swimming lessons. I'm a great mum. It doesn't matter how big the thing that you've done or how amazing the thing that you've done. The, the point is every time that you do something good, whatever that is that you think, yeah, that's actually really good. Notice, notice all those things that you do do really well and tell yourself that. And the more you tell yourself that, the more that gets reinforced in you. And then that becomes your belief. You can shift this because it, it's debilitating feeling that you're a failure as a mum. It's horrible. You don't like it. And it impacts your ability to really reach and connect and help your child. And I would also offer that the more that you shift things internally, the more you're then modeling to your child. Because do you want your child to grow up with those beliefs? Do you want them to think that they're a terrible person or that they're a failure at this or that they are, or, you know, when they become a parent, they're a terrible parent or whatever it is that you're telling yourself. You might not be saying that you're a terrible parent. You might have whatever your words are. Do you want your child to believe that about themselves? Chances are you don't. So if you don't want your child to believe that about yourself, why is it okay for you to believe that about yourself? It's not, is it? It's horrible. So you working on this has a profound effect going forward, not just for you and your life and your interaction with your child, but for your child's belief about themselves, your child's future beliefs about themselves. It's really profound. And if you are sitting there going, I can't think of anything good to say then go on a walk, do something lovely, put on some fun music, do something that's going to lift you up so that you are then in a better mood. And then you come back to your list and go, okay, I want this. I want to be a fun mum. I want to be a playful mum. I love how I put some music on and dance sillily around the kitchen table sometimes. Or we put music on and we sing loudly in the car. That's an awesome mum thing to do. I love it. Or as a dad, you come home from work and you're really tired and you don't want to, but you do five minutes of special time with your child or wrestling on the bed just before, or you chase them um, after the bath and have a, have a hilarious time after the bath at bedtime. You know, all of those things. Or as I said, you've just booked in swimming lessons, <laughs> something like that. Just keep reminding yourself, I'm a great mum or whatever words resonate for you. And that is going to help shift your belief about yourself. And then that is going to shift how you then interact with your child and ultimately shift your child's beliefs about themselves too. It's really profound. All right. I hope that's helpful. I'd love, if you want to share, come and share um, on my Instagram page. I'm going to post about this. And I would love for you to share. What is it that you, you might not want to share what you have been telling yourself as a mum, but what is it that you would like to believe 
as a mum? What is it now that you are going to believe yourself as a mum? Remember, you're not alone in this. Every single mum that I have spoken to, we all feel it at some point. So my invitation to you is that you don't have to keep feeling this. You can shift this. And the flow on effects is going to be so significant and wonderful. So enjoy. I really recommend doing this. Don't just have this as a podcast going, you know, especially if you're driving now going, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. Yeah, it sounds great. You know, even you might want to do it in your head, but it's not as effective as actually writing it down on a piece of paper and seeing it in the cold light of day. And you go, oh my goodness, I do not want to have that voice in my head anymore. And you can shift it. All right. I'd love, love, love to hear how that goes for you. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, come and subscribe. And if you'd love to leave a rating, I'd be so grateful to hear that because that helps this podcast and me to reach more more parents who um, would really benefit from hearing this. All right. Have a lovely week and I will see you next time. Take care.